Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hey there, Miss Hello. Fresh. And ooh, the near is looking good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm basking in some sort of warm glow. Oh. I have actually got a lovely little aromatherapy um, atomizer thing on my desk. Oh. And it's got a nice little light on it as well. So I'm feeling uber chilled today. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is really cool because I've got from Canada. I brought with me um, this little, I suppose, diffuser oil, but I don't have a diffuser. So I'm waiting um, for something like that to cross my path. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure it will come your way soon. Oh, does it smell really good in your place? It does. It does. Mm. It smells lovely. Ah. Oh. Which is better than what I had a few, <laughs> a fair few weeks ago when I had that horrible very wissy bug and I had to have eucalyptus in there literally the house smelled like an old people's home (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh like that medicine you put on your chest yeah exactly like that yeah (laughs) that's lovely oh my gosh okay so we're out the other side of the the longest day of the the shortest day of the year so we're I know the sun is uh getting up in the sky and staying up in the sky for a little tiny will lie longer summer's just around the corner there's a tiny bit of hope (laughs) but I cannot uh ignore the fact that we are crossing a time when we often say things like we're going to live better and be healthier this year (laughs) oh my god yes yes it is the time for resolutions oh and dry January absolutely yes you know, I have seen you through, this is my third dry January with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done seven, I think. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good times, good it's times. It's kind of like, I, I feel like I've almost set myself up for failure though, because it's like, I can't not do it now, even if I didn't want to. Yeah. People would be like, what do you mean you're not doing it? <laughs> What's wrong? But anyway, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good, um, it's a good position to take. It is. And, uh, well, it's been quite a holiday. So, um, you know, I had actually not just one client who's saying, you know, I am rethinking my relationship with alcohol. I Mm. used to think I was a fun, cool, bubbly person with it, but now (laughs) my people are telling me that I'm a bit of a jerk and maybe I should (laughs) start to think about walking around with a, with a tonic water in my hand as opposed to an alcoholic drink. Cause you know, maybe I have a terrible hangover the next day that I didn't used to, yeah. uh, or, you know, maybe people report that my behavior is a little bit jerkish. So yeah. whatever your thing, maybe dry January is for you. Yeah. Got to, you've got to make your own choices and live by them. Yeah. Right. Good times. Yes. Shoot. Personal <laughs> responsibility. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh gosh. So, okay. So what does 2024 The Relationship Desk of Love. What are you bringing for us today? Okay. So today's Relationship Desk of Love is focusing on the orange peel theory. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I like... Have you heard of this? I like cooking with orange peel zest. So tell me something else about orange peels that could be helpful. (laughs) Well, if you've been hanging out on TikTok, which I have not, I just read oh. this in an article, I have to say, mm-hmm. I've got enough distractions in my life. 
without adding trying to to oh my gosh tiktok was a hard thing to kick yes (laughs) (laughs) but anyway i did read an article which was off the back of the orange peel theory which has been doing the rounds um probably for some time now i'm probably kind of late in the day reporting this and it is based on a small piece of kind of love language but it's also based on kind of what we need in a relationship so the theory is If you ask your partner to do a really small thing and if they respond positively, Mm -hmm. then you're on to a winner. Your relationship is going to thrive and survive. Mm. If they respond negatively, that is apparently a sign that, um, yeah, you don't necessarily have the right relationship for you. Oh, oh, wait. Can you judge this with one question at one point in time? Wait, isn't it best well. at three? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the premise oh. is that if you ask your partner to do kind of small, mm. insignificant things that you could potentially do for yourself, but you ask your partner to do it. So it may not be the or it may not peel an orange for you. It may be to um get you a glass of water. Um it may when you are perfectly capable of getting up and getting a glass of water for yourself. Mm. Um, obviously not everybody is you may be at a point where you have to rely on your partner for that but you know if we go on the premise that these are things that you can do yourself if it's something like I don't know you ask them to run a bath for you or Mm. fetch a book from upstairs or bring I don't know some laundry down that is yours and you're capable of doing Mm. so you're asking for kind of small things that seem insignificant the premise is that off the back of that, if you you can then tell how much your partner really is connected with you, cherishes you, wants to do things for you, and if you have that type of bond, mm. the kind of the premise is then your partner will willingly, gladly go and do these small things for you, and so you can test how connected and how much your partner cherishes and adores you and wants to do these lovely things for you by how they respond to those small requests for um for some sort of active service Mm. oh wow okay oh interesting I'm yeah I'm not a person I am often reluctant to ask because I don't want to be seen Mm -hmm. as a bother Uh, maybe it's because I'm scared of learning the answer to that question yeah maybe Mm -hmm. but I can see that now then I wonder if I heard my partner asking for like can you you know, close that door or that window? Can you fetch me that thing from the table? I mean, okay, if like occasionally, and it does happen sometimes, but the cool thing is um, when it is reckoned that, yes, I could do that, but it would be really nice if I didn't have to get up from this cozy spot on the couch under the blankets. Oh my gosh, of course. Um, so if I were asked, I'd be like, of course, of course. But if I were asked all the time, it'd be a little bit weird. So I'm assuming this is just kind of a little bit of a uh, test period that you would do. I guess I, I'm I'm kind of like, wait, you'd ask for these things all the time? What? <laughs> what? Spoken like a true person that never asks for anything. Oh my God, I tell you. Yeah, it's true. I think true. like, so I, I genuinely wouldn't have been a person that would ask somebody to do something for me. I would just go and do it. Mm-hmm. Now, my partner has specifically said, I like it when you ask me to do things because I like to do nice things for you. Mm. And he has specifically said, like, I wouldn't think twice about making you a, you know, a cup of tea or running a bath or 
getting something for you or dropping you off somewhere or he said I want to do nice things for you and you do a lot of things for me and I want to be able to do things in return Mm. so I think you would hope that you would get to a natural point where it becomes reciprocal right so I like to do nice things for you and you like to do nice things Mm. for me and that's generally the type of relationship that we've got because we care about each other and the other person's happiness is important to us and it's not saying that one person is kind of overriding that or Mm. is more important than the other it's saying look as a collective as a team we are important and generally our kind of ethos or the culture of us is that we want to make each other happy Mm. and I think that that's kind of where it was coming from um you know it is about kind of sharing those those small gestures and um you know building upon them I guess it connects with the stuff that you know the the uh, research by Gottman Mm -hmm. which is around kind of those bids for connection those bids for affection it's Mm -hmm. a bit like um and it may not necessarily be the doing things it might be the listening to me the having a conversation with me you know Mm. um it might be kind of those bits where you go I'm really bored do something with me you know it could be anything like that where we kind of ask the other person to basically come into our world and show that they're in in our world oh my gosh that's so beautiful is the way I've kind of interpreted it anyway I love it oh oh that is really uh bringing stuff up because we 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 some of us spend a lot of time on our phones and sometimes we're not in each other's world we may be right beside each other shoulder to shoulder but not but totally zoned out and checked out yeah Mm. absolutely Mm. that's good all right I get it (laughs) so there you go um if you're in doubt about your relationship apparently orange peel theory You'll soon find oh. out if you've got a winner or not. Beautiful. A winner or a binner. <laughs> <laughs> a winner or a binner. That's awesome. Uh, orange peel theory. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Beautiful. Or draw the bath. I love that, actually. Drawing a bath. Yes. Mm. Yes. I've got a bathtub here now, actually, in my new place. Um, nice. An old bathtub. I should fill that thing up and have a bath. I find them kind of creepy, but you know what? It's never, it's never too late. You find a bath creepy? Yeah. I'm not a bath Why? person. Why? get a bit like wait a minute it's kind of circulating water here and uh what am I supposed to do in here like am I supposed to you know (laughs) just kind of lie here and be I don't know just being still and uh except well yeah (laughs) just being still and comfortable just (laughs) it's a bit (laughs) like wait shouldn't I just be having a quick something like shower utilitarian Mm. and then going off and doing something else work-wise oh it's all about the meeting Mm, yeah okay well that sounds like a new year's way to start off 2024 (laughs) (laughs) all right shall we skip to a hot topic yes let's do it today's hot topic new year relationship review Yes, probably more fun or maybe not than all the other work reviews you're doing. I have a lot of folks who are, <laughs> have they've come out of you know, a hard calibration period at their workplace and maybe they're getting their feedback and performance evaluations this month. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a lot of performance reviews going on, but maybe the relationship one is going to be a little zestier. Well, you know, it's interesting. I think we've done a few things on the podcast in the past about kind of, you know, having a bit of a check-in. Like, 
I think it's generally the start of the new year, right? We're always, it's like a pivotal kind of um, moment in time, isn't it? It's almost like something Mm. kind of, and I mean, it literally is no, you know, no other day than any other day, but we have created, we've cemented an attached meaning to it, which is fresh start, new Mm. beginning. And we could do that any time of the year, but we generally think, and I often think there's a lot of like hustle and bustle goes on at Christmas. There's a lot of like getting to the end of the year. There's a lot of, you know, completing all the things that I haven't done yet that I thought I would do, um, preparation, all of that jazz. And then we get to kind of the new year and it's a bit like, and breathe. Mm. And then it's that kind of time then for a, right, what do I want to happen next? And we're in this kind of this rosy glow of hope because we've got a whole 365 days ahead of us to mm. make this year different mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to improve on all the things yeah. that we didn't do last year. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> We're incredibly hopeful at that stage. So it's a great time to kind of capitalize on those feelings of bliss and optimism mm. and renewed beginnings. Okay, I'm ready. Well, it's funny because I'm like, the thing that I would be bringing is like, well, I, I tend to go for right for the hard work. I think it's a bit of a theme here. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of in a hard work kind of uh, mode in life. So, well, so let's keep my like Debbie Downer hard work one to the side. Kick us off. What's <laughs> what's something in terms of, what what's the first on your so list I think, here? Yeah, so I think often, you know, it's we never want to take on kind of too much. I think we're great at the start of the year going... I'm going to change the world. This year is going to be mm. my year. I, I mean, I must have spent about 10 years going, this year, I tell you, this year is going to be amazing. <laughs> when you get to the end of the year, you're like, it's no fucking different. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't changed. The world hasn't changed. I haven't really achieved the things that I said I was going to do because I had this massive list. I probably achieved some of them. And you're but still probably fine. Extremely overambitious. But yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm still fine. Yeah. Um, but I think it is, you know, so it's a, it's a time to have like a couple of things that you might want to focus on. And I guess, you know, as part of this discussion, we can kind of just throw some ideas around about what that might look like and the types of things we might want to kind of tackle either one, two or three of those things, whatever the kind of choice may be. Um, or we might come up with something that provides inspiration for something that actually means something for your relationship. Cool. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. I think the key thing as well, though, is to say there isn't a kind of, you know, a a set formula. There's not a set five point plan Mm -hmm. that we can kick any of you off on because everybody's relationship is unique and everyone's at a different point and everyone has different challenges to face in their relationships. Oh, that feels so good. Like a warm bath that I don't like to take. But if I (laughs) wasn't a warm bath, that would, um, I'm going to say a warm circulating spring. That feels really nice because I hate the like top five lists of things to do this year to fix your relationship. I'm like, what? Do I look like an Ikea bookshelf? I'm not. I'm complicated. (laughs) I need different things. I need unique things. Mm -hmm. But it's true though, right? We've all got different things going on. We've all got different thoughts and feelings about stuff. So we we do need to find something that is appropriate for us. So Mm -hmm. we will share some ideas now with you, but... They might not be ideas that work for you, but it might give you inspiration for something where you think, actually, maybe this part of my relationship could do with a little bit of investment of time and energy and care and attention. Mm. Okay, well, let's go. Start us off. Okay. All right. 
Having said that, I'm going to go with something that is quite big. Okay. <laughs> to kick us off. And I'm going to go with future alignment. Okay. Yes. Yes. Go for it. Okay. So I, one of the things when I'm working with kind of couples or individuals is to ask that question about your commitment to your relationship. We talked about commitment on this podcast before. So really like how committed are you? But also I think what falls off the back of that is how aligned are you about what you want your future to look like? Because mm. we how, take it for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that have you page. ever, yeah, have you had the the, the discussion recently did you have that discussion 10 15 years ago when you got together since then you've had kids you've moved house you've you adopted a dog you know mm. how, how are you still aligned on the future do you still have kind of a shared vision for what life will be like and are you taking the necessary steps in order to get you there or are you just kind of you know bumbling along and maybe one of you has got hopes and dreams that isn't being reflected or recognized and the other one thinks that everything's okay because if it is that way and we've got different ideas about what the future mm. will bring but we have another conversation eventually it will come to bet you because you're both moving in a direction thinking you're heading a certain place and you get there and realize this isn't where I thought we we're going to be mm. yeah you've got it yeah cool give us an example of what that would look like so maybe, and it sounds very kind of, um, I guess, kind of operational when it comes to kind of, you know, running your life. But, you know, maybe to start off with that kind of dream discussion, let's imagine if we're 15 years down the line, like what does our life really, really look like? Mm. And then getting quite specific about that. And then you may then kind of work back from that and say well okay if we're going to get there how do we actually get there it's a bit like when you're at work and it sounds really dull and boring Mm. but sometimes you've got to have something I think that facilitates those hopes and those dreams you know to make sure you can achieve them and realize them Mm, nice cool so like the future visioning and reverse engineering that is such a cool exercise yeah yeah oh okay all right is it time for me to pitch in one you can pitch in one oh anytime God. you like, love. Okay, Debbie Downer <laughs> here. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to do this. Well, actually, I'm. I kind of feel like I've been doing this for months now. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But it is the new year, so let's get some more energy to identify one area where I can bring my better self, where I might have been like mm-hmm. waiting for the other person to show up in a more powerful mm-hmm. way or fill my needs, yeah. and I'm kind of like, I'm perfect. The other person needs to change. So, Mm. um, and I think that's around like, so that, and then like the bucket that I would look for is where I feel like my needs haven't been met. And I think it's like a hundred percent of my partner's, um, duty to fill my needs. (laughs) Tis not. Well, there's a great exercise in uh, my course, Relationship Reset, which is all about needs. So it's about needs and wants and what are they. You identify them and then you pull out, actually, what can I get met for myself or somewhere else? And I'm not advocating having an affair at that point. (laughs) But where can I kind of fulfill those needs in other places while still being true to my relationship? Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so relationship reset, yes. Pulling out one of these needs where Mm. all this while I've been just faulting my partner for just missing the ball all the time. And, you know, 
Gosh, and I have a lovely client who just said, you know, the day that I stopped waiting for my partner to change was the day that I actually got control over my part of this relationship and my mm-hmm. perception. And, and it just f- makes me feel great that I'm like, wait a minute, I can take responsibility. So I think, mm-hmm. um, like for me, the biggest thing is like, you know, it just if I want a cup of coffee, just ask for the cup of coffee. Like, don't wait for somebody else to make you a cup of coffee. They might literally be just like going through something in their head and totally distracted. So just yeah. ask for the cup. Give, yeah. give my partner the opportunity. Actually, I mean, to be honest, this relationship is so new and infatuation stage. So let's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. So right now I'm kind of like thinking about the past or whatever. Um, but yes, that's the biggest thing is like, if I have a need, just state the need. Give my partner mm. the chance to fill the need for me rather than playing the guess what I'm thinking game. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's what I choose to do the top of this new year. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. I know. Gold we stars. <laughs> yeah, we'll look forward to your progress on that. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so give us another one. Okay. So the other thing that I think is um, really important, and it's a it's a simple word, but it's got multiple different facets to it. Mm. So I would say connection. Mm. Now, focusing on connection and and what connection means for you and how you, um, any areas of your life where you maybe feel like you're missing connection with your partner, I think is really important. Now, this may kind of, you know, spoke off into lots of different things, which, you know, it could be, actually our communication is off and that's Mm. where I don't feel connected is I don't feel like when we're having a conversation I don't feel like I'm having a conversation with my romantic significant other Mm. I feel like I'm having a conversation with um you know a housemate or a Mm. somebody at work or or I feel like the conversation jars I don't feel like we're being respectful to each other so the connection can come in multiple different ways it could come in the form of intimacy Mm. so it could mean I don't feel like we've got the right level of intimacy there for us whether that's physical spiritual um emotional whatever that kind of levels of intimacy are that you're missing Mm -hmm. or it could be in the form of say quality time so Mm. it could be well, I feel like we're, you know, we're, we're on the same team. I get that. I do feel supported, but we just don't have enough us time. Mm. So I can kind of see why we're in this position. But for me, in order to feel better this year, I'd like to, you know, arrange more regular um, catch up sessions, time together where it is just us and we can pop everything else aside. Oh. So I think it's a great umbrella term and it will mean different things to different people. Mm-hmm. But I think connection is so important in a relationship. If you're missing kind of any of those areas, then it's a great place to to start is to pick kind of one of them to focus on and the one that you think is going to have the biggest impact. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. I like it. All right. Okay. I'm, I've got one more that, um, that seems a little weird out of left field, but I have to say it's coming up as a trend. Uh, and it's coming up for a trend for me, uh, because I've moved cities, moved countries, moved across the Atlantic, uh, into a country that where I don't speak the language yet. I'm learning. Um, but the, so I want to bring up this challenge of working on your friendships when you're in a relationship. They can be friendships that you have solo, or they can be joined friendships. But what's happening is we kind of, 
we so easily get into this pattern where we depend on each other for entertainment and we kind mm. of don't do justice to our friends because we're now in a relationship. Um, and we kind of tend to sort of isolate and silo together. And that really strains the relationship because it doesn't give enough breath and oxygen to the I circles, yeah. the you, the yeah. me and the, and the us. So I want to encourage myself to continue to, uh, cultivate relationships, especially in my new city, uh, mm. with people where it may be that me and my, uh, lovely person, uh, go out together with that, <laughs> with a friend or I go by myself, but it just breathes new life. And I have other clients too, who are looking into this challenge to kind of do a spring clean of their friend groups. Maybe there's friend groups where they're like, well, we hang out, but we're kind of drifting apart. We don't have mm -hmm. as much in common. Um, this, uh, relationship doesn't serve me as much as it did before. It kind of reflects an old set of values where there's a new set of values coming up. So really intentionally working on friendships is going to be a big yeah. challenge. Yeah. I love the way you go all teenager when you mention your man. Oh, I know. I've got like little <laughs> blushies. you could see Anna's face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> as she glistens and lightens up oh, at the thought of her man. I, at the thought of my man, I do have to say I'm quite a giggly teenager. <laughs> um, I also can't wait until we get to the question because we'll maybe come back to this topic. Oh, 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 oh awesome. Okay, well, we've got... But before I, well, yeah. before I get you all excited about the question, I've got one more thing I think that is um, really useful to focus on oh, yes. in the year ahead. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Okay, so the word is strengths. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I really do believe, genuinely believe, that we are so busy focusing on everything that's wrong, mm. not perfect, not right, broken, dissatisfactory, brings us unhappiness, that we totally gloss over everything that brings us joy and happiness and areas that we feel are a total strength for us, whether that's mm. individually or collectively in our relationship. Mm. Oh my gosh, yes. So how do we get off the, you know, the negative, the mm. downer, the glass half empty, and how do we switch it to strengths? Because like, we sometimes feel like, oh, if I, if I mention a strength, they'll, they'll think that all the bad things are solved and that they're perfect <laughs> now and that we're not still a work in progress. <laughs> well, we are programmed to look for negative situations because we want to protect ourselves. And we know the negativity bias will state that we need five positive things in order to negate a single negative the impact of a single negative situation thought mm. or emotion so we are programmed or predisposition to look for negative things mm. and but that doesn't mean to say that we can't override that programming and this is why I think the strengths work is so important so we can do it in kind of a, a few ways we can do it by Every single time we notice something positive that our partner has done or something that we feel proud of or something that makes us smile in the moment, we can hold on to that and um, and savour it. And I think we need, I think it's something like 15 or 30 seconds or something that we need to actually let it truly absorb. Because the other thing is we're really, really good at forgetting all the good stuff mm -hmm. and remembering the bad stuff. The memory holds on to the, to the bad shit more than yeah. it does to some of the good um situations that have happened to us and we often 
kind of don't really recall those unless we're in a situation that's helped us to recall them. So maybe we've looked at some, you know, a video or a camera roll or something like that, or we're having a discussion where somebody reminds us of how lovely that moment was. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find it harder to recall those moments. So we, we need to kind of hold on to them. We need to savor them at the point that they're happening. I think it's also important to share that that's what you're doing. So, oh. you know, it's, <laughs> we're great at thinking, oh, God, isn't that lovely? He's just done that for me. But we don't say, oh, that was lovely that you've just done that for me. Mm. Um, so we need to kind of voice it out loud as well. And that encourages more of the nice things to happen because we all like the kind of praise and recognition and acknowledgement of our efforts. And if we feel like we're getting that, we're going to do more of those things because we quite like the, the feeling and the behavior that it initiates in you. So I think that's that's kind of one element. I think the the reflection side, you know, we've talked about reflection on the podcast before. Um, we've talked about the top three game before, you know, getting to the end of the day. What were the top three things that are, were a real strength for us today? Mm-hmm. And it might be, we had a really difficult moment this morning with the kids and we navigated it without screaming and shouting at each other. Go us! <laughs> or threatening <laughs> that divorce. That is a strength. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. It might be, um, do you know, we really had a moment of connection tonight where my partner told me something that I could see was quite difficult Mm. and that's a strength in us because we are able to be open and speak freely and share our emotions with each other oh lovely yes so it could be kind of any number of things but it is about you know recognizing those moments as much as possible reflecting on them even if we kind of say right in the last week what's happened what was good about us and we'll find it really difficult which is why you know we're more encouraged to do it on a daily basis because mm-hmm. it's easier to do the memory recall mm-hmm. than it is if we do it on a weekly basis but if a weekly basis is all you can manage then you know start with that start with something small oh fantastic mm. okay that's a challenge we are springing into 2024 <laughs> i know i know totally <laughs> oh wonderful okay right on thank you this is good all right. A lot of hard work, a lot of, le- a lot of good yields. So I'm excited. I literally think like small and significant steps. Like, mm-hmm. and if you kind of stick with that, you will do okay in the end. You will change the trajectory of your relationship for the better. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I've teased you with a question. Would yes. you like a question? Yes. Let's go for it. bestie started seeing someone a while ago but recently every single time we've met up she brings him along it doesn't matter if it's just us one-on-one or if we're in a group she can't seem to come out without him tagging along what do I do Mm, 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 mm. okay so (laughs) I love it that you uh circled back to the hot topic working on friendships yes what do you think is going on here the very common situation. I don't know. It's really hard to tell, isn't it? Because you haven't got enough information to really judge what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like she says they've been going out for a while. Does that mean kind of six months? Does it mean a year? Does it mean two years? Is it who's who's instigating the kind of the coupledom that they seem to come as a, you know, a pair as opposed to individuals? Is that coming from her? Is it coming from him? Are they, um, is there a control aspect to it? You know, you can sometimes mm-hmm. see that where it's like, well, you can't, you, you know, I, I won't let you come out without me sort of thing. Or, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It's There isn't enough information to be able to go on this one, I don't think. No, no, no. I completely agree. Um, so, well, okay. So there, there could be a number of things going on and, and all, you know, inviting your friend to a conversation, you know, saying, look, I'm, this might be a little hard to hear, but I'm noticing this. What do you, th- mm. and, and just asking your partner what, or, you know, your friend, what do you think is going on? Of course, there may be defensiveness either which mm. way. And, you know, so you can only lead a horse to water. And if your friend is open and ready to starting to having a conversation, great. And and then you can kind of have a fruitful thought. I think in the instance of our friend groups not being well established and maintained outside of the us circle, I think that's maybe the biggest thing. Like if that's what's going on here, maybe that's the thing to tackle in our particular, in this particular question. Yeah, I mean, I would say in terms of an approach, so that's the question, like, how do I deal with this? I would say be quite direct, but not, um, I guess, not crossing a boundary of where they are in their relationship and wanting to somehow tackle a problem that you don't even know exists or what it is. Um, I think often we kind of want to do that, don't we? We've got this view, like, this is how life should be and you're not living life like that and I need to tell you how to fix it mm. <laughs> because then it's going to be better for all of us. Mm-hmm. But I think rather than that approach, I would go from the approach of as your bestie, like how do I feel about this? Mm. I feel a bit upset that we never get to spend time together or it feels like we never get to spend time together one-on-one. Like is that something that we can go back to? Mm-hmm. Can we schedule some time, just the two of us, like we used to have because I miss those days? Mm. Ah, ah, okay. And then that's nothing about their relationship or what might go on. You're not kind of crossing a boundary. You're not um, bringing your judgment to yeah, the situation yeah. without knowing what's happening. You're just saying, this is how I feel. I've noticed that this is happening. This is how it makes me feel. This is how I'd like to happen. Or is that something we can do? Okay. Okay. And you'll get, you'll get a yes or a no there. You might get a kind of, oh my God, I didn't realize. I thought you really liked him. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was great. It was all hanging out together. I thought it was kind of like a new, you know, our new tribe and vibe. But oh. I didn't realize that you felt upset by that. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, cool. So that then takes us down the track of, okay, perfect, awesome. He's great. Everything is good. We never even thought about it. You know, actually, this is a great opportunity. Maybe we do need our own time. We do tend to silo. Awesome. I'll chat with him. Maybe he'll be relieved. Like, man, why do I always have to hang out with your friend? Awesome. 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 Uh, you know, one of the other things that can happen is like, if there is, re- re- you know, resistance, like, oh, I don't know, like, we're sort of, we like hanging out. Why don't you accept us to, as a unit? I'm now, it's an us now, not just a me now. Um, I, I think if you're inclined to be defensive, if somebody brings this up, then it is important to take a really good look. Like what mm. is what is standing in the way of you having a little bit of time to cultivate your friendships solo? Yeah. And that is a and 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 maybe there is manipulation there. Like if 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 the answer is like, well, you know, they wouldn't be pleased, or I would kind of get like a pouting or a silent treatment if I were to disinvite them then that then, mm. then there's problems there like if yeah for sure mm-hmm. and then you can open up a different conversation right 
But I think without having, it's a bit like us, we haven't got the information, we can't make any mm. assumptions or judgment about what we think is happening because we just simply don't know. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine this kind of person doesn't know either because they've not spent any one-on-one time with their you know, best mate to have some of those other conversations that you kind of have outside of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I mean, this is a beautiful, like... The person asking the question is noting an observation and the way that you take this observation and bring it into an exploratory, curious and supportive mm. and humble conversation with your friend, it, it can not only change your relationship and make it stronger, but it can also give them, you know, very powerful insights, but it, yeah. it's not easy. And defensiveness is going to be the first thing that comes up mm. here. I mean, I've, I've known this, not for me, like a friend of a friend, like actually had this same situation, but it wasn't like a one-on-one thing. It was kind of like in a group. So whenever they met in a group, like this person's partner would always like come along and it wasn't, and it was a bit kind of weird. They didn't know like, well, do we say anything? Do we not say anything? Like, and it does change the dynamics. I think when you've got a group of girls that are used to getting together Mm. And then all of a sudden, kind of the one of the guys starts pitching in as well. It changes the dynamic of mm-hmm. the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same it, way, um, if you had a different, you know, a different girlfriend that joined from a, another group but wasn't as close to the other ones, it changes the dynamic. It changes what you talk about. Oh my gosh! Listen, and and if there's a bunch of guys, you know, like if I'm tagging along, being yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'll go to the strip club too," and they're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed. This is man time. We get to go. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, Coming from actual so, experience. <laughs> I think it just, you know, in any relationship, when you enter, when you bring something new into that relationship or that partnership, then it changes the dynamic. It's like, it's a bit, you know, like when my kids come home from uni or whatever, it changes the dynamic in the household. Yes, yeah. Everybody's, you know, it's like if you have your in-laws to come and stay, it changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's just life. <laughs> it, it changes the dynamic. So it's not the same when you add a new person in and there's an opportunity again, there's opportunity like does, gosh, the me and, and the you and the us and, and strengthening and keeping, you know, feeding all those circles. It's just so important. So yeah, the yeah. vibe is different. And yeah, like if we spend a little bit of time separately cultivating our individual uh, relationships, what might it shine a spotlight on? Like, what have we been missing yeah. out on? What have we been failing to water? What mm. plant in our life is getting a little dry, like a basil plant that, well, actually, the plants that I've just got are in terrific shape. But, you know, like there's always <laughs> one plant you forget. <laughs> I love the way your mind just slips into literal there. Oh, gosh. I'm looking at my plants like, like they're fantastic. Plants. Oh, no, my plant's okay, actually. Oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> Except there is this succulent on my kitchen table that I look at all the time, but it's the one that I probably don't water as much. Hmm. So, yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We've just switched into gardening hour. Well, <laughs> Thank you for tuning garden. in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, this is so important. This is a great question. It follows, as always, so nicely from our hot topic. Indeed, it does. Yes. But yeah, I think this is a question of boundaries. I think this is about how, what boundaries do you want to lay down in your friendship? Mm -hmm. How do you, you, and I think she's, you know, this person has to tackle it because it's clearly an issue. Mm -hmm. And if you don't tackle it sooner, you're just going to 
you'll start to get that passive aggressive behavior and you'll end up with a really shitty friendship that um you'll end up just kind of lobbing hand grenades at each other and scoring points oh my gosh so don't 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 take it that far no have a conversation this is your bestie yeah and as I heard a lovely, I was in a lovely conversation with this wiser, um, with this wise man, a little bit older than I am. And he was remarking on the kind of H&M kind of leave it, you know, mentality that we have about friendships these days. But like, oh, my friend just hurt me. That's it. We're over. I'm never talking to them again. New mm. best friend. You know, we can't just like... You know, and he has a daughter uh, who's just crossed 20 and and he's advising her like, I know your best friend just like, you know, hurt you, but like, it's not the time to just throw in the towel, like give him a chance. Mm. And, you know, the daughter's like, okay, boomer, you know, like you and your newfangled ideas. But, you know, again, (laughs) let us not throw in the towel. Let's keep relationships and work on them as opposed to throwing them out, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, I agree with that. But there does come a point where if a relationship really isn't working for you and you've invested a lot of time and energy into it and you're still not getting back from from it what you need and it's more of a drainer than a, you know, something that um, mm-hmm. fills you up, then then absolutely that is the time to reconsider. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. At least one chance. But if you've oh, given yes, many chances absolutely. and they're still being oh. a jerk. Uh, yeah, I'm soft as anything. I was doing multiple chances. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, that's another <laughs> Not podcast. Yet to discuss me. <laughs> we had to talk about the lovely listeners. <laughs> I was going to say, like, do as we say. Don't, don't. Not as we do. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that gives us a lot of exciting things to think about as we're heading further into this new year and and uh, into the darker days January at least in the northern hemisphere it's kind of the shortest days although we are getting a little longer it's kind of sometimes the coldest so you know um, yeah keep up the self-care and the warmth yeah still plenty of time to wrap up warm and cozy with your man yes <laughs> or woman whoever you may have at home whoever's or dog or cat oh yes all <laughs> or the kids <laughs> all the above god could go through the whole list couldn't we i'm gonna stop there <laughs> <laughs> you've got it you've got it i'm being very excitable today i've no idea very why <laughs> frisky oh my gosh yeah. no idea what's going on oh totally. yes well anyway it's a pleasure as always to share this time and these insights and this wisdom and if i can just bring a little bit of that into 2024 then it'll be a darn good year Oh, I'm sure we're going to. You've got it. Okay. Till next time. Till next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.